Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. I'm Adrian. This is Laszlo. And we have come to you with WrestleMania 6, um, April 1st, 1990. We have we have exited the 80s. I know um, some of you may be wondering, well, you guys have been going chronologically, but we haven't seen any Rumble reviews for the 80s or the 90s yet. We will start the Rumble reviews annually with the years, of course, but we're going to go ahead and and start that in 92. Well, probably 93 around when Raw, um, when Raw starts up, so. The Attitude Era. When the, well, it'd be the, that, that's, 93 is the beginning of the new generation. Era. Okay. And then we'll get to the Attitude Era. Nice, right now nice. we're in the quote-unquote golden era. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, this is April 1st, 1990, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, in the Sky Dome, um, Toronto, Ontario, um, attendance was 67,287. You're kidding. I cannot kid. That's a lot of people, man. Uh, yeah, 67,287 uh, in attendance. Among the attendees here, we have Edge, Lance Storm, and Christian were all in the crowd for the show. Carol Burnett was there. Carol Burnett as which well. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's, a, it's an odd type of you know, just random uh, assortment. Celebrity. For can is she Canadian? I don't think she, maybe. Um, I'm just thinking, did she make that trip? <laughs> like was Carol was she, Burnett? Was she like, I have to see Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I know. No, but that's not even she was, uh, she's American comedian, singer, writer. You know, is she still alive? Uh, yes, she is. Really? 88, year, Eighty-eight years young. I'm bro. thinking Mary Tyler Moore that said. Helen Moore is, yeah, January 25th, 2017. I graduated in 2017. What was I doing in 2017? I was a, well, uh, I moved to Tennessee. I was hating life working as a manager at Dollar General. Mm. 75 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks. I'm not even exaggerating. And uh, when you looked at what, how many hours I was working versus what I got paid, I may as well, may as well have been working seven bucks an hour. It was ridiculous. I graduated in high school and Mary Tyler Moore graduated into the afterlife. How old were you in 1990? I was 10 years of age. Really? Yeah. Mm. I was in, uh, what would that put me? Uh, fourth, fourth grade? Fifth grade. Fourth, 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 fourth fifth grade. Um, I was in Catholic school. I was wearing a tie. Did I was, you know any of what was going on in the, in the Federation and the wrestling? No. I know that I liked the guy with the wood, the lumberjack guy. I liked, um, I, I, maybe I liked the Ultimate Warrior. I did not like Hulk Hogan. I was I was not a fan of Hulk Hogan. I don't know why. Well, are you a fan of him now? Not really. <laughs> well, uh, he's had a couple great matches. Something's changed. Something stay the same. Something's never changed. Something's... I was not born in 1990. Uh, I wouldn't be born eight years later. It would be it would be when I would enter into the world and experience how happy it is. When you would graduate into life. I as, was going to graduate into life, yeah. As Bradley Tower Moore graduated into death. Question. Answer. If you hold a baby for nine months, when the baby's born, isn't the baby already nine months old? Um, so, biblically, yeah. Scienti- but Yeah, biblically, yes. Um, but, but scientifically, they say it's not a baby until the umbilical cord is cut. This is just not my opinion, but this is what... That's a whole other dive. Uh... Well, I would like to think that I was nine months old when I was born. Okay, okay. I mean, just, you know, why not? Yeah, that, would, that would make me 42 right now. Really? Yeah. I would be 23 right now. Yeah. That's crazy. 
deep thinkers are the people that think like that. Sure, wrestling fans. Very I'm deep just thinkers. saying, like, I don't think many people realize that. You know, I know it's you know, scientifically they'd scoff at me and go, "Ha ha, stupid." I don't think they would say that, but ha ha, uneducated. <laughs> That's that what you think? <laughs> <laughs> Let me open my biology book. <laughs> right. Uh, it's uh, look. I'm just saying, man. I'm 23 right now. I'm 41. And at the time of this, you would have been 11. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. see? It's crazy. I would have been um, 11 months and like like tw- like 30 days. I it's been crazy like- when you put those kind of things in perspective. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, I was born in October, so technically I was still born in 1998. But think about the idea of, like, say you're born in January. I was. January of 80? Yes. So, technically... You were alive in seventy nine. I was. I was in. in I was in utero in seventy nine. That's yeah. great, man. January second. We're the ones. We we're the ones that run the world. Girls, we run the world. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, WrestleMania six. It's, it's labeled as the ultimate challenge. You have the Intercontinental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior, and Hulk Hogan, who's the WWF Champion at the time. They're in the main event. Um, but let's get to the death count here. Let's do the death count. Um, out of the folks that are uh, that are um, featured on the show, referees, announcers, the whole shebang and shaboodle, here are the people that are dead. Opening the show is Rob Goulet. Robert s- Goulet. Singing the Canadian National Anthem. He is dead. Damn. Yeah, well. I remember him from Naked Gun 33 and a third, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah. Um, Andre the Giant. Dead. Dead. Bobby the Brain Heenan? Dead. Dead. Um, Earthquake? Dead. Hercules? Dead. Um, Mr. Perfect? Dead. Okay. Um, let's see. We got Jim the Anvil Nightheart? Dead. Um, Nikola. Nikolai. Volkov? Volkov. Dead. Um, Piper? Dead. Bad News Brown? Is also dead. Damn. Uh, we got Dusty Rhodes dead. Sapphire dead. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage and Sensational Sherry, both of them are dead. Um, along with Miss Elizabeth, she's also dead. Um, Dino Bravo is dead. Uh, the Big Boss Man's dead. Snooki and Root are dead, and then Ultimate Warrior is dead. Along with Gorilla Monsoon, Howard Finkel. Joey Morello, the referee, and that would be all. So, Jesse, the body mature is still alive? Yeah. Wow. 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 Soon. Gorilla. Um, 25 dead. Jeez, dude. Uh, you would think the number would go down as we continue, but sometimes it's just not the case. Uh, yeah. The way these guys live, wait till we get to WCW. I think a lot of people in WCW are dead now. Well, our opening contest for the night, uh, we have Rick Martel. Rick, the model Martel. Uh, going up against Coco oh, Beware. Um, you know, Coco Beware is someone that's very over with the fans. I think he has the talent. I think he he, he has uh, abilities, you know, drop kicks. He, he's good on his feet. He's athletic. Yeah. Um, but the booking was always that he was a jobber. But the, I mean, the roar of the crowd when he comes out with Frankie, and he's flapping, he's doing the bird. 
Yeah, which is quote unquote doing yeah, the bird. doing the bird, flapping his wings, and Rick Martel comes out with the perfume, the long perfume ball they used to have back in the day. We it's hooked to the it's the, the plunger. Yeah, thing. The, and you. <laughs> He's doing was that. he doing that? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Oh God! Doing that on the ramp. He was the model. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, and he was. I mean, he's a pretty decent wrestler. Uh, I don't think he really ever got over. Over. I think he got over when he was a part of the Can Am connection with Tito Santana, but Chico Santana. Chico. Um, he never. I don't think he really ever got over. Um, Coco starts with um, two early cross bodies, and he goes for two drop kicks as well. Um, but then. It's goofy because after he does a move like that, he gets back up and <laughs> flapping and clapping around. It's just, I get it. You want to be the the happy go lucky, get the crowd popping type of guy. Well, yeah, yeah. But need a little bit of intensity. I don't think you really see that from Coco, except for when uh, Martel has him in the corner and Martel is running his head into the the turnbuckle. Turnbuckle. And he snaps up and looks at him. Says they, something. He said something, and then he starts throwing Martel into it, and that that was nice there. Um, Boston Crab is applied, but he gets broken up with the the rope. He puts his hand underneath the rope. Um, afterwards, um, Coco goes for a crossbody, and he he kind of does like a springboard crossbody from Brett's rope, and Martel ducks it, but it looks like hit uh, Coco's hip. Maybe hit Martel's shoulder, so he didn't completely clear him, and then that's when Martel locks in the Boston Crab for the win. Um, I felt like this match was exactly what you would expect. Um, the curtain jerker for WrestleMania three. Um, I give it a two. Really, I expected more, like just a little bit more, mainly because of Martel. Why? I mean, we've seen him in the Survivor Series matches and in the tag matches with Tito. He is talented. He can go. He can, he he can go. really. And the Boston Crab is really good. I know it's the walls of Jericho now. Everyone knows yeah. it's the walls of Jericho. But it's the Boston Crab. The Boston Crab, you know, he, he performed the Boston, Boston Crab great. And, and he sell you. Like, even when you're in offense in that position, you have to sell it. You, you have, have to, to, like, strain out of this. You up. Like, you're. you're but. I don't know, I just expect a little bit more, but I guess technically this is what you were to expect from an opening match with Coco and Martel. So I give it two. I gave it three, man. Um, it, it, I, Martel is such a jerk in, in the ring. I mean, he was clearly the heel to Coco Beware's face. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was like every time he would, he would do a good spot, he would stop and look at the crowd and then... Hey, you see this? You see? And um, uh, Jesse the Body Mature even even makes mention to Gorilla Monsoon. Well, he's a model. He has to let the ladies see that physique. Gorilla. Gorilla. You know, Gorilla. Um, yeah, I gave it three because like because of the characters in the ring. I didn't... Uh, my stomach did a little bit of a flip when uh, Coco Beware went flopping out of the ring and almost hit his bird. Yeah. Like, almost impaled himself on the stand and almost hit the bird. I mean, that would not have been funny. Uh, there would have been heck to pay. PETA would have been calling real quick. Or WWF. Yeah. Back then, World Wildlife Fund. Because, like, I mean, like, even though that's, that's uh, the bird may or may not be endangered, but it's a pet. So it's a, a different, you know, it's not like you went and, and shot a panda in the woods. There's levels to it. There's, there's level to, you know, there's rules to this stuff. Um, but this was, this was an entertaining match. Uh, Martel is, um, like you said, you, never, you don't think you ever really got over I don't think he got over now. Like you, I don't think he ever really, really was like a star. Yeah, okay. 
that's too bad. Because I think he's a good hand to work with, but he wasn't. He should have been like um, the the way he was such a jerk. You believe you believed his character. Um, yeah, three bells, and like there was a lot. Of, there was good chemistry between these guys. I think so. I think so. so. Um, next, um, we have the WWF Tag Team Championship match: Demolition, Action Smash um, against the Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant, and Haku, accompanied Haku. by Bobby Bobby the Brain Heenan. Prior to this match, there's a backstage interview with Mean Gene. Mean Gene refers to the um, Colossal Connection as the Colostomy Connection, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is uh, a poop bag connection. Yeah, um, it's just Tim's poop jokes. Which is like, <laughs> ah, that's good stuff. <laughs> it's a Colostomy. That's good stuff. You know, Colostomy barrels. <laughs> poop. <laughs> um, and Cornette's like, I'll tell you what, Vince, that's, that's funny stuff, isn't that Vince? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's good stuff. Poop. <laughs> yeah, Vince, isn't that funny? <laughs> Poop. <laughs> Poop has two O's in it, two P's. PP. <laughs> oh, P-P. I never made that connection, Vince, you're so smart. <laughs> PP is I, I love you, Vince. Look at my eye. <laughs> PP is a euphemism for a uh, wiener. <laughs> oh, Vince. Vince, you're good. That's good. Poop I P-P. tell you what, Vince. Poop, poop, PP. Um, no, but, man, Andre's in poor shape. Looking like Mike Wazowski. I'm sorry. Poor shape. Yeah. He stands on the apron for pretty much the entire match. Does a couple, um, reverse headlocks and, and, you know. He's so, in really, really bad shape. So Haiku can get busy on the, on one of the. And, and when Haiku's getting beat down, even whenever Haiku has control again, he still doesn't tag Andre. Yeah. He, he Andre. He was in bad shape here. He after yes. WrestleMania three, I would have said it's curtains, man. You gotta, you gotta hang up the boots. You gotta hang up your size thirty five boots and just call it quits. But but this is this is pre internet age. Would we have known who Andre the Giant was if it weren't for WWE or WWF at the time? Andy, you know, because there's no internet, no one could like snap a picture of this giant farmhand in France. Yeah. Back then, he maybe would have made it in some magazine or the Guinness Book somewhere or what have you, but like this. Well, he was a pretty big deal before then, but he was just an attraction. I mean, which he, at this point, that's all he is is an attraction. He's the name to put on the show because people want to see the giant. And, you know, I think he was self aware enough for knowing I can't go in the ring, but I'm an attraction. I'm getting a paycheck for it. Give the fans what they want. Um, But, yeah, man. It, it was rough. Andre gets tapped in the ropes. It's his the Andre spot where he can sit down and he just puts his arms up and just chills against the ropes. He's in bad shape. Horrible, horrible shape. Um, while this is going on, Demolition hits their finishing move, and they won the new tag championships. They're the, they're the new tag team champions. Um, Bobby has Andre in the corner, and he's like, "I'm I'm the boss." I'm the effing boss. Oh, yeah. He smacks him in the face. Uh, Andre. And you see Andre just wake up. You see, he's a good actor. And Andre I, is just like, oh yeah, he's he's a giant again. <laughs> yeah, and he he flexes a little bit, a little bit of mobility and grabs him and just starts peppering him with smacks. The, the backhand completely missed. And then he but, punched him in the face. And he sold it. Sold it to. He falls out of the ring, and they're trying to hurry up and get on that car to go. And then Andre kind of. You know, gingerly walks over and he throws Haku out. Yeah. Well, he throws Bobby out, and that looks fine. But it looks like because there are ropes around it to make it look like a wrestling ring. Looks like the ropes wouldn't go down all the way, and Andre's had like his foot was stuck in it. So he just grabbed Haku and was like, 
jump, jump, little boy. Anybody wanna? Anybody wanna? Anybody wanna pull up? And then throws him out. Um, so he has a big face turn. Um, this this is his last WrestleMania match. This is Andre the Giant's last WrestleMania match. I didn't know that. He died. makes a few more appearances afterwards, but this is his last WrestleMania match. Um, so he gets to leave WrestleMania as the face. He gets to finally leave as the crowd is cheering for him. They're like, Andre. It's Andre. So, um, I gave it a two. Really? I gave it a two. It was just, it was really slow though. I, it was slow, but like, um, Haiku can go. Yeah. Haku can go and the, um, Demolition, they're great. Mm -hmm. Those guys, those guys are the real deal. They can go. Um, I was disappointed. I gave it three. I was disappointed by Andre. Um, not so much, but like I, I was disappointed in the fact that he was booked to be. But then again, at the time, the, the, the like you said, the crowd was on their feet. Andre, Andre. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, next we have Earthquake and Hercules. Um, we start off with your basic test of strength here. Um, Hercules has multiple shoulder, shoulder tackles to Earthquake. He goes for a backbreaker, which why would you think you could pick this man up and do a backbreaker to him? And like, you know, when you do a backbreaker, you're picking him up, body slam style, and dropping him across your knee. Would you really want to drop this huge man across your knee? Not for real. While your no. knee is bridged out? No, sir. It sounds like you want to break your leg. Or turn your knee in, inside out. Snap your knee backwards. Which is, is one of my biggest fears. That's what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and anyone who's blown out a knee, like when you even mention any knee it's injury, a, it's they a fear. go, oh. It's a fear of mine. Um... No, but they, they do that a little bit. Uh, backbreaker fail here. Then Earthquake hits multiple elbow drops. And then he... They call it the aftershock. But really, he's just putting his balls in his face. Teabag him. It's a teabag. He teabags him. He does two running teabags and pins him for the win. And then to no, completely no-sell the move that was done to him, Hercules is up by the time Earthquake's out of the ring. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a two. I also gave it a two. This was, this was bad. And I didn't know that. It like so plotting. How tall is Hercules? Do you have like a 6'8"? Oh, um, six, six, uh, six? I'm not sure. I'd probably say he's probably 6'6 six, six or so. 6'8". Six, so he's a big fella. Yeah. But like his, his, like one of his signature moves is, is just stomping. He's just jumping and, and stomping earthquake. around. That's the Earthquake? Earthquake does the... The, the jumping around stomping. Right. Yeah. And, and then he did that and um I it's sad. Hercules is a good is a good wrestler and he had to he had to sell that. That's yeah, I, I, I don't know what the background um I don't know if he maybe had heat backstage that kinda always kept him down. I'm not I'm not really sure. He I don't you're not supposed to judge a book by his cover, but he looks like a jerk. His face, he looks like he's a... He could have been a jerk to everybody. Yeah, that's, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. But, like, it's, yeah, two two bells. Or Hogan could be like, oh, brother, who's this guy? He's, he's uh, calls my Hercules. He, he, he big muscles and steroids. And, uh, he, you know, he's using my juice, brother. And, like, I... Uh, Vince, like, let, let's... I just don't want him... Near me. ...to take my spot. Maybe. Dude, like, dude, dude. I don't want... Hercules, dude, listen, dude, 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 to take my spot. I'm already going up against Ultimate Warrior, dude. I don't want Hercules, brother, to take my spot, brother. Please, please. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what's gonna happen, Hulk. Dude, Vince, Vince, dude, brother, dude. 
I'll give you a little bit of information on Hercules. Okay? Listen, Terry, don't Listen, interrupt me. Let me tell you. But I'm listening. Hey, do you want to make money? Yeah. Thank you. Does Andre poop in the farm? Yes. I knew that. I had to poop. Hercules. Poop. Pee, pee, poop. Yeah. Look, dude, he, Hercules, does coke, brother. So, so do I, Terry. So do you. But he uses We all do coke. But it's okay. It, this is just because we're top guys, brother. It was the 80s. Three we're top ago. guys, brother. He's not a top guy. Well, I'll tell you what. It was the 80s three months he ago. He said to me that he was going to take your spot. Did he say that? Would I lie to you? I'm a Hulk Hogan. Do I lie? Terry, if, you, if you're a liar, then you're a racist too. I don't believe any of that. Thank you. So, I think he should go up against Earthquake. Against Earthquake? It's going to be a horrible matchup. I think that, I also, brother, I think that, uh, I think Earthquake needs to go over. Over on, over on Hercules. I, I, I need... What are you telling me? Because I, I need... I, look, this Earthquake guy. I, I've seen him. He's chiseled. Chiseled? I, He's I, the next Andre the Giant. He's chiseled like a ball. Brother. Like, what? The next Andre the Giant. And we both know, brother. Like, I was talking to Andre, and he was like, Anybody want a peanut? And I knew when he said that, brother. He's going to die. Like, but it is, it's kind of a, it's foreboding because, uh, I mean, let's be honest, earthquake is shaped like a peanut. But listen, before you break, but listen, shell, brother, I promise you, talk to me, Terry, earthquake is going to be bigger than Andre the Giant. I'm going to go, I'm going to go talk to Hercules right now. No, don't talk to him. He doesn't need to know about any of this. How's he going to know? He's wearing top guys. Just write down a piece of paper. And they're in a tool? Yeah. Like one of those James Bond need to know type yeah, things. Yeah, things. Yeah, because we're, we're super spies. You're so smart. You're so smart, Terry. I would never leave your company. Oh, I know. Yeah, it'd be like a New World Order if you did. I would never. But what's going on? I mean, you know. I'm loyal to you. They'd be like, just make sure Earthquake goes over. Done. Now kiss me. Well, I'm sorry. My, Linda. Listen. Dude. She doesn't care. She'll watch. What do you do? See. Hey, so yeah, that, that, that kind of explains what happened between uh, allegedly, you know, who knows what actually happened. Well, we know what happened. It's just we just you know, well, yeah, we acted it out. We're thespians. Bro. Wait for the dark side of the ring episode of that. Next up here we have Brutus the Barber Beefcake against Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect is accompanied by Lanny Poffo, the genius, the brother. But for some reason, the more. Oh, what's the word? Intelligent? No. No. <laughs> uh, you would see, if someone's kind of weird, you'd say they're... Uh, the more eccentric? For some reason, the genius, Lanny Poffo, is the more eccentric of the two brothers. Okay. Uh, he just is. He's like, oh, I, I like to lay in my bed with my TV on my ceiling and watch old matches of my brother. That's weird. And then, you know, you know, just you know, Macho Man's just like, oh, yeah, I'll snap into a Slim Jim. I, you know, Macho Man, forever, you know, all the coke or whatever he's done in his life. Yeah. He, like, worked for the Special Olympics. Like, he did a lot of good stuff. 
Are you being serious? Uh, yeah. Will I pop on the other hand? I don't know what he's done. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. Well, he did a little bit in this match here. Um, so, Beefcake has the upper hand pretty early on. Um, and Mr. Perfect is selling like crazy. Like, for every spot, he's selling. Um, he goes for a sleeper hold. And when he goes for this, well, before the sleeper hold, Perfect gets whipped into the corner. And he he's doing the he's doing a corner bump. He hits chest first and then jumps out and does a front flip. Okay. You're selling you're selling like Shawn Michaels 2005. Nice. <laughs> um, perfect then uses so Beefcake goes for the sleeper hold. Okay. And when he's going for the sleeper hold, Lanny Poffel gets up on the apron, he's Mr. Perfect yelling yeah. weird things or whatever, and then he throws his scroll on the ground. So oh. scroll. Mr. Perfect picks it up. He hits Beefcake with it. And then he kind of tosses it back down. You see the genius just grab it. And I think he had it the whole like time. Had the whole time. Um, yeah, that, that goes down right there. Um, there's an there's a interesting moment here when Gorilla Monsoon mentions that the, the pendulum has swung a complete 360. Oh, well, I'll tell you, uh, Gorilla, that if it swung a 360, it would come right back. No way. <laughs> Holy cow, that makes a circle. Right, I'm back where I started. I told him, Gorilla, you don't know what you're talking about. Gorilla. Um, wow. <laughs> there's a slingshot spot here. Brutus is a slingshot. Mr. Perfect hits the post, and he gets the roll-up afterwards. Um, Brutus, the barbecue kicks are winner. I gave this a three. That's a, that's, I gave it, I gave it two. I gave it two. I didn't deserve a three, I don't think, but this is, this is, uh, um, there was there was one spot where uh, uh, the, the, some flip over neck break thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never saw that. That would have absolutely no effect. If, if maybe you catch my ear, that would hurt a little bit, but it, that would have no effect. But uh, you know, Brutus the Barber Beefcake sold it like a like a champ. I don't know why, but he did. Um, Yeah, it, I mean it was a goodish match, but not not good enough for three. I mean, like, I, and it could have went longer. This is the best I ever seen. Mr. I've ever seen Mr. Perfect look. Okay. Um, and that little that little spot with the with the with the iron scroll, that was nifty. That's right. Re- that's wrestling. That's mm-hmm. wrestling. Yeah, like I lie, cheat, steal, Holmes. You know what I mean? Odele, Odele, Vato. Odele, Odele, Odele. Like, but I gave it two bells because <clears throat> I was like Odele. Uh, next up here, we have something extra interesting. It's actually not on Peacock. We had to watch it on YouTube. Oh. Rowdy Roddy Piper and Brad News Brown. Um, this is a one-on-one match. Spoiler alert, neither wins. Um, but the promo beforehand is where the gold's at. It's pretty bizarre, ladies and gentlemen. He's black. He's white. He's split down the, down the side. Right down the middle, just almost as if he was brave. His left side is William Wallace. His left side is white. His skin color, the, and and his right side is black. Uh, like like the like the back of my cell phone, like black, like a black coffee pot maker, like a, like that's black. an awful hot coffee pot. Probably not. And uh, when it starts, when the promo starts, he's facing white white side. It, it, like his his left side is facing the camera. You can't see it, and then he spins around. It doesn't in, in a weird way the way he spins around because he he goes back for like instead of just turning and showing them he does a whatever but he and he does a disco dance yeah I don't, so he goes he goes oh uh, I can't oh 
wow, he kind of talks like, like this. this century type. He's like, oh, they're wondering who he's going to be fighting tonight. Is he going to be fighting the hot rod? Or the hot, hot scotch. scotch. And then he starts doing The hot that. scotch. And you hear him do a little bit of a Billy Jean. He goes like, Billy Jean. And then he, and then. It's he, bizarre. He, he goes, oh, bad news, Brown. You've got those big eyes just popping out of your head. He's got nose that's three foot, the whole no, nose hair. Nose, nose hair three, three feet long that you could, you could pull a car with. Or, or maybe you could sharpen it up and whip someone into shape. And then he's talking about, oh, oh, that mouth. Now that's something we both know a lot about. He's like, uh, oh, well, he goes, think about me, about having a mouth. I have a mouth too. But I can back mine up. That's where he was going. And he goes, oh, you have a mouth on you. And I'm like, what's with the 50% blackface? What is that? He said something about just having his whole personality. But then he says he's going to shut him up. And then you see him, he, he's out there, and when he actually makes his entrance, he stands there and he does the disco dance again, and then starts, like, air thrusting. Air thrusting pretty hard, pretty violently. It was strange. It was bizarre, bro. It was. Um, the There's match wasn't anything no wrestling. There's no wrestling in this match. It's just them it fighting. Like, it was a hockey fight. They brawl, they go to the outside, they come back in, and then it gets bro. weirder. When Piper pulls the Michael Jackson glove out of his hand and puts it on his black side. Out of his trunks, he pulls out a... Uh, yeah, pull, I said pull out of his hand, didn't I? Yeah. He pulls out of his trunks, starts punching Bad News Brown with it. They fight to the outside. And Bad News Brown's selling it like it's the, the hand of Orion or whomever. I don't know. And then they fight to the outside. And they both get counted out. out. Pretty piss poor. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um... I give it a two. I give it a two. I gave it a two mainly for the promo before. <laughs> I, I didn't even take the promo into account. I would have. I would have given it a three because that was. It was just so goofy. It was a train wreck. It was so. You can't stop watching it. Oh, know? those lips on you! It's like, it kind of sounds like an Irish. He's like a Scottish Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, they are so beautiful. Yeah, look at that boy. Freaking strange, bro. Um, two bells. And, and I, I don't know. I, I'm not this guy. I'm not that guy. But is this racism? You're not that guy, buddy. You're not that guy. I am that guy. But is this racism? I'm black, and I wasn't offended by it. I don't think it was racist. With the split black and I don't, I, don't, I mean, he kind of made. Here's a problem. You know, if if John Cena did it. <laughs> I wouldn't care because John Cena to my knowledge has never really said anything racist but Piper has a history of saying some kind of racist I mean when he went Mr. Mr. T he was talking Mr. T's nappy hair and all that kind of stuff like that so Mr. T had an awesome amazing mohawk I don't want to hear anything bad about Mr. I think I think this is like a little racist like on a scale from 1 to 10 it's probably like a 6 and we can't cancel him because he's dead. <laughs> well, no, we cancel dead people now. We do? Oh, like, really? Like Lincoln. That's right. Yeah. And all kinds of Confederate soul statues are getting away. Okay. All, all right. This was a bad match. It wasn't good. Two it was bells. A bad, bad match. Uh, next, <sighs> we have Heart Foundation versus the Bolsheviks. Uh, one, one bell. Go, go on. Tell them, hit them with the um, synopsis. <laughs> hearts hit the heart attack to Volkov. That's the win. That's the win. And and um 
uh, Owen Hart. No, Brett. Beg your pardon. Bret Hart. Uh, when the ref's counting, he looks at the ref and puts up a one. And then when the ref gets to two, he looks at the crowd and goes two with two fingers. And then in the third, he looks at the camera and goes three. And it, it was kind of like, America! Kind of thing. America! Heck yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking danger! <laughs> um, so, but like, uh, I, I hate squash matches. If Jordan Oliver can go an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. I uh, I don't this how long did this match last? Did they say how, exactly? Uh, how long? I think it was a minute and eighteen seconds. Why bother doing that, curls? That includes the entrances. That includes the entrances and the exit. Why bother doing the curls to get your veins popping and putting grease on? I guess because it's your job, whatever. But like, do it for the page, baby. You get to go down in the record books as having wrestled at WrestleMania six in nineteen ninety. Whatever, but uh, it was a squash match. It was bad. One one bell. I'm done. So we have the Barbarian and Chico Santana. Tito Tito Martinez. Tito Martinez here. Um, big boot to Tito right away. Um, you sit with the shoulder breaker, and then the Barbarian. You know, there's a movie he does kind of nice where he gets the Brett's rope and he walks the middle of the rope to drop the elbow. You know he misses it, but I, I still thought it was a, it was a nice touch. It was here. a good match. Yes. Um, Tito almost Tito hits an it's a forearm to Barbarian. He almost wins, but Bobby the Brain Heenan puts his puts Barbarian's foot on the rope, and then um, a few minutes after this, Barbarian hits a clothesline from the top rope um, that takes out Tito. Uh, it was a decent match, pretty easy pin. Um, I gave it a two. I gave it four. This was there's a lot of a, a lot of chemistry in there, a lot of athleticism. Uh, these guys are athletes. Uh, four bells. This was this was enter- entertaining as all heck. Uh, Tito Martinez is a talent. I'm I'm surprised I didn't know that name until recently because I'm a new fan. But I'm surprised I never heard that name or didn't see T-shirts or something. I don't know how over he ever got, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good match. Four bells. So, this next match, man, I'm not, I'm not really happy about it at all, um, to just be completely real with you. Um, and I, I mean, I can, so Dusty throws, so we have Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire, who, which I've read reports about Sapphire. Yeah. All around, she seems like a really wonderful woman. Like, she seemed like, from what I've read, she was, she's passed away since, but. That's okay. Um, she worked at, like, a. A discount store or something back in her hometown after all this and they really? said that she would tell stories to all the all of her co-workers kids about when she got to wrestle with dusty Rhodes and all that kind of stuff and, and macho man randy said yeah she seemed like a really really nice woman and um four or five kids had a family like she's a nice woman um cool just died of a heart attack so it's nothing like she od'd or got hit by a bus or something like that good um, against Macho Man Randy Savage and Sensational Sherry, and Miss Elizabeth was in there. Miss Elizabeth was also there on the on the Outer Banks, North Carolina, South Carolina Outer Banks. I didn't know that. Okay, so there, go on. Hey Jeez. man, the more you know, sorry. It's alright. Does he throw a Savage into Sherry? There's a lot of that. Throwing Sherry into Savage, throwing yeah, Savage into Sherry. Sherry. They do that a lot. Meanwhile, Ventura's over here just body shaming Sapphire for no reason. Jesse the Body Ventura is yeah. yeah. She she tries pinning Sherry and Sherry kicks out and he goes, 
oh, I don't know how she would kick out a 265 pounds a woman. That's just rude right like, there, bro. Like, it's just bro. mean, yeah. When they have the camera angle, like, at a certain angle you see Sapphire. Oh, change the camera angle, please. I'm going to throw up. Like, that's just... Uh, look, dude, I'm not, I am, I, he's, he's a heel, he was a heel, he's playing the heel here. I hear. Um, and, and like, uh, again, back then, that this would have been funny. The, the, there is a new sensibility with the new, I don't some of it's good, some of it's bad, but like, you, like to body shame someone is, is bad. Um, but I got made fun of when I was fat, bro. I was in the mid-90s, so. Yeah, I mean. Maybe it's just because, maybe it's because I'm I'm so stuck in the kayfabe of it, but it's Jesse Ventura. I feel like it's not kayfabe when he says stuff. That, I feel like he <laughs> really means the things that he says. And for for our audience, what is kayfabe? Kayfabe is is making the story of wrestling believe, believable and real. Like day. like the cloak of wrestling. Yes, it's like you're you're behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz. Keeping the illusion alive. And I think a lot of stuff that he says, like maybe I'm just, I don't want to sound like I'm nitpicky and a crybaby, but I feel like a lot of things he says, he really just means. Like, I, I that's the impression that he gives me. Maybe he's just a really believable heel. Yeah. But I honest to God believe that Jesse Ventura is probably just a really big douchebag. Yeah. He, he, he's conspiracy already kind of racist. Really? I mean, he calls Chico, he calls Tito Santana Chico and talks about his enchiladas he sells. That's right. And he talks about how um, Samoans and black people have stronger heads than everybody else. He did say that. God. I mean, he might just not like Sapphire. And maybe it's because I read the report of her just being a really, really nice lady and like telling all these kids wrestling stories and stuff. It makes me like sympathize with her more. But yeah, screw you, Ventura. Screw you. Axe handled by Savage. Um, to Dusty Rhodes twice Savage hits Dusty with the scepter And Sherry um, Goes for the splash Liz however grabs Sherry And starts like shaking her around a little bit And pushes her back And what we would call in high school a tabletop Because while she's backing over She falls over um, a prone Her um, hands and knees um, Sapphire And Sapphire rolls up Sherry for the win I gave it a one That's it I gave it two uh, just, just because of, of like again, the, like the vulnerability. I'll still give matches ones, not say, but like the vulnerability and Ms. Sherry. She wasn't a um, no, no. Who's the polka dot lady? I think Sapphire. Sapphire. She, she's no pro wrestler. No, no, no. She was like a big fan who like they like come on, come on in, and you could get her doing this. Yeah, this is not a joke. Look, look at Traz, bro. Look, look, there's so many of them. Like that, they can barely walk now. I mean, like we saw Rhino. Uh, a couple weeks ago in Sevierville, R- Rhino, VCW, and WWE fame. Uh, if you can, you describe this for the audience. What, what do you call this? Hobbling. He hobbles, bro. He's a hobbler now because of all the all the bumps. This is a this is a dangerous game. There is tolls that are taken on your body, and she could have she could have fallen wrong and landed on the, one of those vertebrae and crack. And now I'm in a wheelchair from the from the neck down. I need someone to me bathe from the rest of my life you know so respect props but still this was a garbage match it was this was believe it or not, this was i think one of the worst i've ever seen macho man and randy savage in yeah two bells that's uh we have a tag team match here we have the rockers against the orient express orient express of course being sato and tanaka um they were here with mr fuji and the rockers of course are Shawn michaels and marty janetti um man i i tell you what 
Jannetty doesn't do a whole lot. He hits a power slam, and in the beginning they do a multi, they do some tandem moves here. They they both do hip tosses. They both do um, drop kicks, elbow drops, and they both do cross bodies afterwards. But then this the show is really about Sean. The side match is about Sean. Sean plays the baby face in peril. Um, Sean's a star, bro. Sean Michaels is a star, dude. And when while this goes on, uh, Marty Janae gets tagged in, and then they do the salt in the eyes, and Janae, oh, sells it, oh, where am I going? And he goes over the barricade. He literally climbs over the barricade. Falls on the floor. I remember there was an idiot with a camera, like, just taking And this man, literally, you get salt in the eyes, and he climbs over the barricade and gets counted out. He doesn't That's how the match fall ended. over the barricade. He, you see him put his leg over the barricade and climb over it. And fall uh, uh, you know, theatrically. Two bells for me. Two bells over here. Uh, it had so much potential. Oh, no. I, they, I gave it three. For some weird reason, that this is one of those matches that come at the beginning. All that star power. And I think I spent more time talking to your cat. Than I did paying attention to... Um, uh, what was going on on the television for this match? But apparently, I wrote down three. I, I like the I like the tag team stuff back then. The tag team has lost its luster. Now I don't think I don't think the tag team will ever be the same. Um, not like the not like the end or the the early two thousands time. The, the synchronized flip kicks and the synchronized drop kicks. And they don't do that stuff anymore, man. It's they just, only do. I mean, AEW's got a pretty good tag division. Uh, but you know the problem with and you know I might get lambasted by the folks who listen to our podcast about this, but the problem with AEW man is just just the no selling and the lack of a story told in a match that harms them. The interruptions or what do you call them? The uh, interferences. Yeah, it's just that gets old. (sighs) But you know that's the hill I'm willing to die on. Sadly. Next. So two, two belts, three belts for me for this match. Two, two for me. Um, Duggan and Bravo. <sighs> Duggan comes to the ring. He's sticking. You know the USA chants are going on, um, even though they're in Toronto. They're in Toronto. Um, but there were USA chants happening. Yeah. Um, nothing happens until um, until Jimmy Hart throws a two by four in. And Bravo hits Duggan with it, and then <laughs> he, Bravo just gets, you know, Bravo beats down Duggan, and then Earthquake comes in and hits him with the the balls to the face teabag. Um, he teabags him like twice, and that's the end of the match, man. I gave it a one. I gave it two. It was it was entertaining enough for me to give it two bells, I suppose. Real disappointing. Uh, it was disappointing, yeah. Um, next we have for the million dollar championship Ted DiBiase with Virgil uh, he goes up against Jake the Snake Roberts this had all the promise to be a really good match um, it had promise to it two good hands to wrestle but it was and Virgil could take the bumps so boring to me to me um, Roberts keeps going for the DET in the beginning of the match but DiBiase drops off for his like sides back and he you know, he's selling the whole avoidance of the ET. It makes the ET seem like a more deadly move than what it is. Um, but then, um, you know, Jake makes a mistake here. And then we have DiBiase 
going directly after the arm, trying to prevent him from being able to use that arm for the DDT. And they really build off that. Um, it's a lot of that arm getting worked over here. Um, Dream Street gets broken up with a rope break here. Short arm clothesline as Robert begins to build back up. Then he gets in a fight outside of the ring with Virgil. Of course he does. And then Virgil... Um, and then that, by the way, that, that body slam that he put on Virgil, Virgil bounced. And that was outside on the concrete. It was, uh, it was some toss. It was, it, anyway. was, it was solid for real. Yeah. Um, but while they're out there... Um, Jake Snake, he he gave power, he body slams. Virgil, in the midst of a fight here, Jake is laid out. Virgil picks up DiBiase, slides him in the ring. DiBiase um, wins because, of course, uh, Jake Roberts gets counted out here. Afterwards, Jake gets in the ring. He plants DiBiase in the middle of the ring with the DDT. Uh, and then Virgil also plants. All, Virgil also gets planted with a DT, and then Jake puts the puts Damien on top of the million dollar man to, to end out the segment. It was decent. Um, probably one of the longest matches of the night. I gave it a simple but effective three. I gave it three too. They say, eh, this is all right. This it could have been worse. Um, kind of plotting as well. Yeah, and uh, uh, again, a million dollar. These guys are wrestlers in that they. They're athletes and they sell. Um, like, like we came with a, a little uh, underarm uh, from the back, an underarm kind of sleeper hold job, and mm-hmm. uh, Jake the Snake Roberts immediately sells it. Oh wow, it's so painful. Where it's clearly just the most painful thing is smelling Teddy Biasi's armpits behind you. It's uh, like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, it was it was entertaining. I it, it kept my attention the entire time. So mm-hmm. hey, three bells. Uh, next up, we have Akeem, the African Dream, against the big boss man here. Uh, Million Dollar Man, he he proceeds to attack big boss man um, in this match right here. And then Bossman gets in. He, he runs Akeem back and forth between the turnbuckles. Throws him off the ropes, picks him up with a boss man slam, and he wins. Quick match. Made boss man look like a... Like a bigger threat, like, like a, a world, like a like, world beater, like a world class champ. You know, um, I gave it two. It was really. I, I get this is where we started. So quick. I I agree too. Uh, it was a two bell for me. Um, uh, I, can't, I can't get over. Again, I'm not that guy. I can't get over how racist this is. I get, like I'm sitting next to a black kid watching this, and I'm I'm embarrassed because I want to laugh. I mean, King. If you can imitate what like the thing he he's not even that good. He, Adrian's doing the snake now and, and popping and locking. He doesn't. He's just uh, making finger guns and pointing. Down. It's so bad. Go go on YouTube and search Hakeem the African Dream. You'll be shocked. It looks like a guy named Gus who drives a bus and is overweight and uh, put they strapped the dashiki on him and he got out there. It's so racist. Uh, and big boss, man, big boss man uh, is a, a Georgian prison guard who calls everyone boy. Uh, that, that, dude, this this is so racist. It's so bad. But yeah, two bells. Oh, next up here we have uh, Rick Rudel um, with Bobby the Brain and against Jimmy the Murderer Snooker. Um, Really not <laughs> nothing really happens, man. Um, a little bit back and forth, but then Snooky misses a a, a breadstroke move. Rude hits the rude awakening, which is a really really good finishing move. 
Um, and Rude wins, man. I gave it three. Short but effective. Yeah, it was, it was, this is uh, good. Rick Rude, Jimmy Snuka, again, two great talents. I gave it three bells also. Um, well, this, this was a good match. This, this, like, I, and where Milan uh, Dalaman and Jake Snake Roberts got a hey, and they got three. This was a three bell for me. This was, a, this was a, an entertaining match, but um, man, from, from what the rest of the show was, like, like these were kind of crummy matches. It was still a better show than the last one that we watched. Yeah, just, man. Uh, but, like, yeah, no, three bells. Um, and with Jimmy Snooker, what, like, the amount of steroids in that ring at that at, at that moment like if you tested both those guys forget about it if you drank one of their pee you would grow muscles it's just like there was that much <laughs> testosterone replacement going on in there um still saying uh ravishing Rick Rude has the best physique mm-hmm. like could have competed you know as, as in a, a middleweight bodybuilding competition not a natural one, you know, where they drug test, but like he could have competed. Back alley one. He was, well, well, I mean, they'll do a split screen. I saw, I watched a documentary about it. They did a split screen on the natural competitions where they drug test and the ones where they don't drug test. And the difference in size between these guys was ridiculous. But um, Rick Rude, like, hell of a physique. Jimmy Snooker wasn't too shabby himself, but then again, if I was sticking needles in my butt, I'd be big too. Um, this was a good match. Three bills. Oh, and then we are at our main event. The ultimate challenge. The ultimate warrior. Who just talked. He like talks like his, his, his gravel in his mouth. I don't like him. And then we have Hulk. Oh, brother. Just listen to me, dude, brother. I, uh, this warrior guy. Dude, I, I, I'll put him over. For now. Oh, thank you. But I'll be back. Back. I'll be back. Brother. Brother, 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 brother. <laughs> Yo, that guy's a star. Yeah. A van down by the river. <laughs> brother. <laughs> um, let's get into it. The main event here, um, big test of strength here. Um, I recognize that a, a test of strength. They're playing mercy, a like test in, of, of gender norms, um, <laughs> a test of manhood, and a test of their sexual identities, and a test of their testosterone. Ooh, a Maybe. test that may have involved some testes. Um, because it's very suggestive the way the camera angles things. It is, isn't it? Yeah, that cameraman got paid good that night. Yeah. Which was like, <laughs> it looks like <laughs> one, of those, one of those Swedish movies. I watched them. On. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, Terry. But dude, dude, the crowd. You could see and hear the crowd. They were. It, it was. It was electric. The mode in there. The mood in there was electric. Yeah. It was great. Body slam and elbow drop by Hulk Hogan. Uh, they do the double clothesline spot. Looked fantastic. And then there's the bear hug spot where it has Hogan in the bear hug and Hogan's starting to starting to fade a little bit. And you get him kind of, whoa, my arms are, oh, brother, my arms are just, oh, They're so heavy and big, I can't hold them up. Oh, these pythons are going to pasture. <laughs> oh, oh, I just, uh, oh, I could die in your arms tonight. 
<laughs> oh, Must have been something you said. Oh, I just died, brother. I just died, brother. In your arms tonight, brother. Must have been something to say. Would it be? Would it be an episode of the Notice Qualification Podcast if it wasn't a song? Oh, I just died in your arms tonight. It must have been something you said. I don't know the rest of the song, but just died in your arms tonight. Can't get summer, I can't get if I looks are all around me. Run up me if you know that me. I'm lost and I'm found is my final mistake. She's loving by proxy. Giving no down all the words brother, 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 from brother, Vice brother. City, the video game. Hi. Oh, that's it. That's it. Uh, double. Uh, we have a gorilla press, um, and then he does a splash for a two count, and then Hogan no sells and hulks up like the 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 the, the leather skin jabroni he is. <laughs> Hogan goes for his leg drop. He misses it. Warrior right flashes it, butt, and it's one, two, three, and since Hogan's a pompous wiener sucker, as soon as the three goes down, he kicks out and gets out of the ring, and completely no-sells the fact that he just took the Warrior's finish. Then he goes and gets his belt, and he walks up there, because there can't be a moment without Hulk Hogan making the moment about him. He gives Warrior the belt. Most great athletes oh, are... Um, very selfish brother, people. Passing, no, I'm passing the torch to you, brother. I, 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 I have to pass the torch. Who else can pass it? Is the referee to do it? <laughs> what has he ever done? Did he carry a company, brother? They do carry. The, the refs are the, the ref. No, he's stupid. I did the job for you, warrior. Here's 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 your belt now. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank we're gonna we're gonna hug. So everybody knows I'm still a good guy. They did hug it out, didn't they? That was something. Um, I gave it four. Really? Yeah. I gave it five. Why? I enjoy. I, this was a great match. Why did you enjoy it? The um the back and forth mm-hmm. were like and uh the the, the gorilla press that the, and the ultimate word they, they work well together. Yeah. They get busy. And it was, it was, this You're was busy. No, shake that booty nonstop. It was Yo, and like. Just the day they want to bow with us, they want to bow with us, they want to bow with us. They want to bow with us, they want to bow with us, they want to bow with us, they want to bow with us. Shake that thing, miss, because I want to shake that thing. Okay, sorry. But yeah, no, um, these guys were two stars. They were a few huge stars. Um, the Ultimate Warrior, I like. Just the face paint mm-hmm. and that that um that tea the stuff music is great. That Bon Jovi <laughs> hair, <laughs> like he's he's probably as recognizable, not as Michael Jordan, but he's got like just just the, the ultimate word his face and like anybody twenty five and over. I have a T shirt with his face on it. As do I. Same the same one. <laughs> um, we look like twins when we wear it. It's just we're so similar. Uh, Five bells. This is a great match. Fair know. enough. But it's not in the Hall of Fame. No. There, there were no Hall of Fame matches no. tonight. No. God, no. It's a shame, man. But, like, yo, I, I wouldn't hold some of these matches to, yeah, you know. It's just, it is what it is. Um, but let's get to our awards. Let's do so it. We're running out of time. Um, match of the night. 
Baltimore Warrior and Hogan, for sure. Without a doubt, for me. I'll, I'm agree with you. I'm agree with you. We're in agreement. I, I agree with you. Worst match of the night. Oh, dude. Um, well, the Bolsheviks of the Heart Foundation was a, 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 it was an ego stroker for us for us Americans, even though they're Canadians. I'm gonna go D- Duggan and Bravo. That was the worst match. Yeah. The worst, for me, that was the, the worst. Was the Bolsheviks, Bolsheviks versus the Heart Foundation? Star of the night. Oh, dude, Hakeem the African Dream. Thank Just you. kidding. Um, the Ultimate Warrior. I'm sorry, the Ultimate Warrior. Mine's gonna be a shocker, man. Can you guess who it is? Slim. Slick is his name, Slick. but no. <laughs> Sapphire. Okay, alright, yeah, you, you, you talked about she it. She laced it up, she got in there, she she did what she needed to do. Could have gotten hurt. She could have. I'm giving it to her. Good for, okay. She, she exudes charisma. When she was on the side, when she was on the apron, she was clapping, she was trying to get she gets it. Maybe not the physical aspect of wrestling, but she gets the mental aspect of wrestling. She she's a she was trying to get the crowd into it because she knows what it's like to be in the crowd. Super fan. Sapphire is my star of the night. Okay. Who's your Dave Meltzer of the night? Oh boy. Uh, earthquake. Earthquake was that that was that was pretty bad. Earthquake. Earth. Uh, his his uh, one of his moves, his signature moves, is is dancing around the other, like stomping his feet around and making the, the call it the the earthquake. Yeah, that's so stupid. Mine's Hogan. Really? Yeah. I hate no selling, bro. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate whenever I know it's a whole. I'm hawking up, but you just took this man's move twice, and you no sold it both times. But but the Ultimate Warrior sold that he was no selling and being and being put but, off. Scared. But Ultimate Warrior sold his moves. It's just Hogan's dick. Fair. That's fair. I can, yeah. And he's the most racist person on the card, and we literally had a guy who's half black. Who's painted his face black. Imagine half having black. someone who painted half their face black, and you're still not the he most racist. He painted half, his, half of his body. And he's still not the most racist person. Black. His arms to his fingertips. And it was, he's still not the most racist person on the card. You're right. Wow. Spot of the night? My spot of the night, sir, would be uh, the Rude Awakening. Recruits finishing movie neck breaker instead of dropping on his back he drops on his butt and their neck just kind of that's that's one of my favorite finishing moves. So. Spider <laughs> um, Andre the Giant hulked up and smacked around Bobby Heenan. That's pretty. Funny. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Botch of the night. Uh, mine's Janetti being salted and then jumping into the first row. <laughs> that was the bot. Okay. Um, earthquake did, did, did a few had a few botches there. I'm gonna go with you know, then it's not as polished, and I don't notice botches yeah. now in, in these in these older shows because you don't know what's what, <laughs> you yeah. know what's going on, you know. I don't have a botch. Final rating. Mathematically, it was a two point six something something something. I don't do that. Three bells. I'm rolling with the. I'm rolling with the two. For this one. Okay. Um, not the worst we've watched, but definitely not the best. No. Um, and it, it, it's sad that I'm so educated now on wrestling. Makes you a little bit jaded sometimes, doesn't it? It does. And I get angry. It's and a gift it, and a curse. The only thing is, when I see something as racist as a Keem African dream, I'm like, come on. Right, well, this has been the No Disqualification Podcast, and we have given you your fix. 
because yeah. we're your pusher man. You stop scratching, stop itching, and saying, "Hey, you man, need, you gotta pick your scabs and you got some spare change, man." You know, you yeah. don't gotta do it no more. Nope, because we're your dealers, and you're welcome because you've gotten your fix. I'm Adrian. I'm Laszlo, and we'll be back with our next episode of the No Disqualifications Podcast. Chica chica. One love.